Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net and Janet Allison of boysalive.com. Happy Valentine's Day, Jen. Happy Valentine's Day, Janet. Valentine's Day is a time when we so often think about romance, right? We think about nice dinners out with, with our, the love of our life and candles and chocolate and hearts. Why are you making faces at me, Janet? Valentine's has never been one of my favorite holidays, I have to say. And it couldn't be because it fell two days after my wedding anniversary and... So it was always kind of a double whammy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, here is what I am proposing today. Let's expand the definition of Valentine's Day beyond romance. And let's talk about how we can show love to the people in our lives. And because this is on boys, let's talk about ways we can show the boys in our lives that we love them. Whether you are a teacher, a grandparent, a parent, a neighbor, there are likely boys in your life that you care about very deeply. And they're probably not going to love that pink heart that you send to other people. Don't underestimate the pink heart because especially if you get those little hearts that are filled with chocolate, those have been big hits at my house. Just a, a frilly card, not so much. Yeah. And we know you love the boys in your life. You care about them deeply. You know, so often everything I do is because I love my boys. I write the articles I do, even the ones I'm not always thrilled about because I love my boys and I believe in feeding them and keeping a roof over their heads and all of those things. I, I sit through games in the rain because I love my boys. But our kids don't always see or experience those as acts of love, do they? Yeah, that's not quite a... a easy translation there, but I'm going to guess you've written an article about this. (laughs) I've written an article about nearly everything at this point. A long time ago, I can't even remember when I first wrote it, might've been 2009. I did a blog post, 14 ways to tell your son, I love you. Besides simply saying, I love you. It's sweet to look at it now because I included input from one of my boys who was then eight years old. I think there's a lot of good ideas in here. So One of the ones on the list that was straight out of the mouth of my then eight-year-old was don't complain the next time he comes home muddy. Oh. 
that sounds like an eight-year-old. That's perfect. And I'm remembering this. That was Sam. For anybody who can't guess, that was Sam. But you know, as parents, so often when the kids come inside muddy, right? All you see is extra work. Let's be honest. Usually I'm busy trying to wrap up work or make supper or do both at the same time. And this kid comes in covered in mud and now it's on my floor. I got that to deal with. I got the laundry that I'm going to have to do. And it's uh, so that's why, you know, we tend to yell sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how does that affect our boys? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's stay with the love rather than the yelling. I actually loved your first idea, which was take him to your favorite restaurant. And that's not McDonald's or Burger King, because that's likely his favorite restaurant. But to really get dressed up and go and have table manners, of course, you're going to do this age appropriately. Right. To have that time with him in that environment could be really fun. You know, today I took my 18-year-old to lunch. He had a midday break because they're, they're on a weird finals schedule. And so he came home and I did not really have time to go to lunch today. I have so many deadlines I'm trying to meet. But he was there. I was there. We both needed to eat. And frankly, there's not a lot of options in the fridge because, well, I've been busy. I haven't gone to the grocery store. So I said, let's go out to lunch. It was wonderful. It wasn't fancy. You know, it it was lunch at a local restaurant. That investment of $20 and an hour is, I'm going to tear up. That was probably the best investment in the two of us that I could have made right now. I was in a bad mood today and I feel a lot better now. He talked, this 18 year old who doesn't always talk about his future or, or his life. We talked and it was just nice to have time alone together. And that's why this take him to your favorite restaurant thing is, is so powerful because in a restaurant, you're both on, on good behavior you get to know each other. You have a little bit of time to talk. And as I said in the blog post, you know, if you're taking him somewhere where you've never taken him before, it doesn't apply to this lunch with my kid, but if you're taking him somewhere where you've not taken him before, but he knows you take work colleagues or people when they come visit, he knows that's special. You only do that with special people. And that creates connection and that creates memory. Yeah. And It doesn't just have to be on Valentine's Day. No, you can show love to your boys any day of the week. I think that's a good plan. (laughs) But don't feel like you have to do anything special all the time because you're real too. You need your breaks as well. That's right. That's right. What were readers' feedbacks? What did they like? Well, first of all, there were certainly people who were like, well, these aren't just applicable to boys. And of course they're not. Of course, they're not. Really, we're talking about how to show love to your children. But people, all in all, really liked these ideas. So, for instance, one of them that that was pretty relevant to a lot of people and people talked about um, having good experiences with is very simply play with him. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever is his thing at this time in your life. And it could be he loves playing matchbox cars or Legos or with dinosaurs or dress up or Jedis with the lightsabers. Whatever his thing is, take time. And I don't care if you have to use your phone and set a timer for 15 minutes. Do it. 
it will make your kid's day that you actually get down and play with him. So often we can't, but let's face it, you can usually grab 15 minutes if you really want to. The payoff is huge. Mm-hmm. That trust and that connection of just having fun. I think all of these are pointing to let go of all the adult stuff and have some fun and engage and relax with your kiddos. And engage on their level too. Mm -hmm. We spend so much time thinking about where we want to get these kids in life that sometimes we forget to appreciate where they are right now. Yeah. Yeah. You won't always be on the floor playing dinosaurs or matchbox cars with your kids. No. I mean, from the time I wrote this to now, nobody in my house plays with matchbox cars anymore. And the dinos, actually, I think we gave away most of them. I can still say Pachycephalosaurus, but the kid I took out to lunch today does not even remember when he was totally into dinosaurs. He kind of remembers, but not in the same way I do. Obviously, I was an adult, and he was like three at that point in his life. Right. I loved the one about hug and kiss him. And, you know, it may be that he even puts on a show of resisting it, but there is that place where you can't replace that physical affection and it's really important to keep that going. And I would say also with this, I was talking with a friend this morning who was telling me about her 11-year-old boy and the time that she connects with him is at bedtime. That's when he's cuddly. That's when he wants to talk. And she said, you know, I will stay in there way longer than I probably should. But during the day, he's bouncing around doing so many other things. He doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to interact with me. But in the evening at bedtime, that is their perfect special time together. I did a little bit of research on this one because I had a memory of reading something about it. Boys, especially, we have to be really conscious of and pay attention to their need for physical touch. All humans have a need for physical touch. But in at least our American culture and in a lot of Western cultures, the older boys get, the less we touch them. And I ran across some studies that even showed Older boys are the least likely of any population to be hugged. In one of the studies I saw, 17% of the parents of boys ages 12 to 15 that were surveyed admitted they never hugged or cuddled their boys. And boys don't outgrow this need for touch. It changes. You know, your 15-year-old is probably not going to cuddle up to you with the same kind of frequency as your three-year-old does. It will change, but they still need those hugs. They still need that touch. And I thought this was really interesting. So oxytocin is a hormone that sometimes people think of as a female hormone because it's released in childbirth. It's released in breastfeeding, but it's, it's a hormone that both genders, both sexes have. And it's often called um, like a nurturing or connecting hormone because oxytocin facilitates bonding, touch, can lead to the release of oxytocin. Here's what's interesting. Oxytocin is released within the first 20 seconds of a hug for females. Males need to be touched longer to get that same oxytocin release. 
Interesting. And think about this in terms of what we sometimes see as annoying behaviors, especially in our little boys. When boys are wrestling and rubbing up against each other or bumping into you or their siblings, sometimes this is boys trying to meet their need for touch. Totally. So hugs and kisses and as your as your boys get older depending on their personality you know a playful pat on the back shoulder rubbing their hair figure out what works for your kid but make it a point to try and connect physically at least daily if not more often yeah that's very interesting jen i thought so too and i need those reminders sometimes as well i do this podcast as much for myself as i do for anybody else you know another one that i put on here that i really liked was to play one of those games with him that takes a long time and you normally don't have time for. So I use the example of Risk, the board game, the classic board game, because it's one that my guys love. But as anybody who has ever played Risk knows, you can't play a game in 20 minutes. You can't even play it in an hour. You need a table where you can let this game sit out for days sometime. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. Babies need to eat. And whether you breastfeed or bottle feed, use formula, combine all of the above, you need options. We wanted to let you know about Byheart Baby Formula. Byheart has a patented protein blend that gets the closest to breast milk. It includes two of the most abundant proteins in breast milk. And Byheart actually ran a clinical trial comparing their formula to a leading infant formula and proved that babies on Byheart have softer poops, less spit up, and easier digestion. Byheart is also the only US-made infant formula to use organic grass-fed whole milk. So if you need baby formula for your baby, consider Byheart. New customers can get 10% off your first order by using code onboys at byheart.com. That's B-Y- H-E-A-R-T dot com slash podcast. And it is 10% off your first order. Byheart.com slash podcast. This is a limited time offer and additional terms and conditions may apply. We all know that vitamins can help fill nutritional gaps in our diet. But a lot of us don't like to take vitamins because we don't like swallowing pills. How do you feel about that, Janet? There's some days that I look at my vitamins and go, yeah, I should take those. I'll do it later. But I'll tell you what's changed. I have gotten easy melt vitamins. I have the D3 and I have the B12s and a multivitamin. And I just pop them in my mouth and they dissolve. And I don't have to think about swallowing a vitamin. Yeah, and you don't necessarily need water either to have on hand to get this big vitamin now. Yeah, no, and they taste good. And they're sugar-free. They melt quickly. The reason they melt is because of plants, not chemicals. Ah, plant-based nutrition. For a limited time only, you can receive a free, free three-month supply of Easy Melt Vitamin D3 with your first purchase. To claim your free D3, visit try.easymelts.com slash onboys. That's try, T-R-Y, dot easymelts, 
E-Z-M-E-L-T-S.com forward slash on boys. Yeah. And interestingly enough, when you wrote this article, Fortnite hadn't even been invented yet. Right. Imagine that. Wow. Now I would update this today to say, play your son's favorite video game with him. Yep. He will get a blast out of seeing how bad you are in comparison to him. And to put him in the role of teacher and the knowledgeable one, he'll probably glow. And you're going to learn a lot more about him and why he likes this game. And you showing interest in his world instead of just rolling your eyes when he says the word Fortnite, that means something to him. It definitely does. And I think I've said on here before when I was a kid, my uncle would put on headphones and listen to the latest album that we had brought home. Elton John, The Beatles. And I was so stunned that he would take the time, my dad wouldn't have done that, but that he would take the time to listen to our music and take an interest in our music. And here it is, what, 40 some years later, I have such a strong memory of that time. You know, that's a good one too. I I have done that with my kids and it's been really nice for both of us. I mean, they have introduced me to Eminem, you know, Eminem the rapper and we, they played some of his stuff and like, wow, a lot of it is really impressive, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't taken the opportunity to sit down and listen and not jump to snap conclusions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some of the lyrics aren't what I love, but there's some genius in the language and in the rhythm and all of those things. I'm sure your uncle wasn't like, oh, Beatles, these long haired hippies. He listened with an open mind. Yes. Yeah. And I can imagine having, you know, having music night or something. And yeah. The popcorn out and they play a song that they introduce to you, you play a song you introduce to them. And to just sit and listen to music together, how powerful. It's been so fun this year for me to realize how many of what I think of as classic rock songs, the high schoolers know. The high schoolers right now, they know Journey and they know um, they know Queen. My Bohemian Rhapsody has certainly helped that. They know John Denver. They know Sweet Caroline. They know all of that stuff. So it's like you're connecting on all these levels and it's just blowing my mind that my 18-year-old can sing along to Piano Man and and thinks it's kind of a cool song. Yeah. Love yeah. it. My girls in high school had Simon and Garfunkel on. I mean, we together and they still listen to it. Well, you know, Jen, our music was the best music. So it does stand the test of time. Except that I have learned from listening to my kids' music, I think it's been really great for me because we do have this tendency to think our music was the best and stay in our lane. They've introduced me to things that I would never have found on my own. I'm a little afraid for when they all leave the house because I'll probably get stuck in what I'm listening to now and forget to grow beyond that. So if anybody wants to leave me suggestions for music groups to listen to and genres to try out, feel free. There you go. Sounds like a podcast in the making, Jen. (laughs) Right. Uh, What else, Janet? Well, I like the idea of sharing your favorite book with him. And of course, age appropriately, but 
I still have where the red fern grows on my bookshelf. And that was, whoa. If you haven't read where the red fern grows with your kids, oh boy, do it. And you will haven't read where the red fern grows with or without my kids. And I am a book lover. Jen Fink, we need to talk. I'm going to send you where the red fern grows. All right, I'll read it. Take it on vacation with you. You will sob your eyes out. It's the best story ever. Aww. Yeah. Anyway, it's a way to have him know you better and mm-hmm. wait for you to know him better. And I know parents read, you know, they do read alouds with their kids a lot. And this is another thing when you were talking about hugging older boys we kind of fall off on reading aloud as mm-hmm. our boys get older and they're reading their own books, but try to keep that read aloud going because that is a lovely place to connect even if you're not actually having a conversation. I was able to do this with camping with the boys. So when we're at home, we have a much bigger house than we have a tent, obviously. And we all have our own things going on and everybody scatters to their own directions and lives their own lives. When we go camping, we're spending time together. And in the evening, you're, you know, gathered around the campfire. That's what you do. I would bring a chapter book along and read some of it. And often it was a book that maybe I'd already been reading at home to the younger kids. So I'd bring it along camping. And you know what? The older guys, they got right back into it too. I, I remember one time very distinctly, we had the main tent and Nathan, who was probably like 16 at the time, maybe a little younger, he had brought a separate tent. He had his own tent that he set up next to ours. And at this point we had gone into the tent and I was reading aloud and it might have been the Indian in the cupboard. Oh, one of those. I was reading wow. that series. And I, I stopped. I got to the end of the chapter and I stopped. Everybody else was kind of falling asleep and my voice was tired. And I hear Nathan's voice coming in through the tent. Don't stop. <laughs> oh, I love it. Older guys love this too. Yeah, definitely. What a great way to bring everybody together. If you do this, if you share your favorite book with your son, sometimes you can take it the other way too and ask him to share his favorite book with you and you read it. And this opens up all kinds of opportunities for discussion. And it's fun to revisit the books that they read when they were kids too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I was just talking with my brother and we were reminiscing about some of the books we loved when we were children. And one that we both remember is, um, it's a Dr. Seuss book, but it's not super well known. It's um, McElligot's Pool. And it's about this kid and he's fishing and it looks like a nowhere thing. But in his mind, this pool could lead to an underground river, which could lead to the ocean, which means he could catch anything. And then it gets very fantastical in the way of Dr. Seuss. Nice. And I know you, and I know you'll put the, put the link in the show notes. Good idea. Here is some more advice from my then eight-year-old. So powerful coming from an eight-year-old. Talk calmly even when he frustrates you. Wow. Let me tell you, to have your eight-year-old suggest that to you as a way to show your son you love him makes you think. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Wow. It's not always easy to do, but sometimes just keeping that thought in your mind, you can even reset 
in the middle of a sentence or a word sometimes. Stop yourself, take some deep breaths, and then try again with a, a, a lower, calmer voice. Yeah, yeah. And breathing really supports that. Mm-hmm. So take some deep breaths, put your hand on your belly to make sure you're breathing and go from there. And I think you asking for a redo is a huge sign of care and love. And it's role modeling. It's role modeling the kind of behavior you eventually would like him to exhibit. We all get frustrated. We all get overwhelmed. Here is a technique that you can use to deal with that. So we're showing that we're in control of our emotions while showing him some techniques he can use as he grows in his life. Another thing I was thinking about was notes. Uh, and, you know, I, I have run into uh, notes in lunchboxes, mm-hmm. which can be problematic if other boys find said notes in mm-hmm. lunchboxes. So I, that's a cautionary tale. Be careful there. One thing that you can do, and this came from Maggie Dent's book, She said, one way to show that you love your boys is when you pack their lunch, just take a little bite out of their sandwich. Come on. I am struggling with this one. You know I was a nurse before I became a mom and a writer, and I was raised by a nurse, and all I'm thinking about is the germs festering and growing on that sandwich. (laughs) I can't help it. I uh, Okay, parents, dear listeners, you choose. If you're the germ, the germ queen, like our dear Jen, or if you're just like, whatever, like me, take a bite out of his sandwich or do something funny with his food. Yes. It's not a note. So you've got that connection to him during the day, but it's not going to be discovered by his friends. How about that? I like that. Okay. On the same note... Ah, get it? Same uh, uh, uh. One that I've seen going around these last few years that I really like, especially for younger boys, is during the month of February, put a note. If you want to make it in the shape of a little pink heart, or if you just want to use a post-it note, jot down something you love about your son and put it up on his bedroom door. You don't have to, you don't have to put it on the outside of the door for everybody to see if he's going to have friends over. You could put it on the inside of his closet door. I mean, whatever. But the whole idea is to be communicating to him, you're special to me. I see you. These are your gifts. This is what I love about you. I mean, wouldn't we all love to have that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking I'd have to find some clever places to put it where I could be sure they would see it. So for instance, like the inside of the laundry hamper, Probably not because they're not consistently putting their things in there. Uh, On the Xbox, perhaps. Oh, maybe that's a good spot. You know, stick one there every day and uh, I think he'll see it. You could do the waterproof ones and put it in the shower along with all the labels from the... Yes. Oh, That's a good idea. Or I could just get the bath crayons and scrawl things. hmm. That could go badly as well. That could. That it could. could. But I'm sure our listeners, hopefully this is uh, opening up the veritable can of worms and you're thinking of all sorts of new and different ways to appreciate your son, let your son know that you love him. Of course, he knows you love him, but to show 
that you love him. Do it in February and continue into March and the rest of the year and strengthen and deepen and play with the connections with your sons. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for joining us. We are Jennifer L.W. Fink and Janet Allison, and we are here to support you in parenting and teaching tomorrow's men. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.